I wrote that song in 2017 in a terrible place called Horseheads, New York. And uh, I, I was on a toll road. I, I didn't know about toll roads. And I forgot to grab my ticket at the beginning of the toll road. And, and uh, so I had to pay the fine. And it was a really bad day. And, and I was driving down the road having a heart attack or thinking I was having a heart attack. So as I'm driving, I'm Googling my symptoms. And I, the good news was that I found out that I was only having a panic attack. So um, I didn't die in upstate New York, which is a great thing. pulled off the side of the road and I, I wrote that song in like 10 minutes, which is never the case for me. Um, so the lesson is, is that the cure to writer's block is to have yourself a good panic attack. So, so this is my final devotion. Um, and I actually have a title for this devotion this morning. It's called Waste Your Life. I was struck down under the glory of God yesterday during Sarah Condon's message. <clears throat> Never have I ever heard the word dildo used from the pulpit before. <laughs> but I'm so thankful that I was here for that. The laughter which ensued opened our hearts for her blessing over us. I wish for you suffering. Now, that is a prayer that will be answered. Although we have tried to live our best life now, our attempts at vainglory have been thwarted by the grace of God. And what we have discovered these last few days is that hope is a demonstration of God's power, an expression of something otherworldly in and through the most earthly kind of thing, you and I. So talk of a sex suitcase is essential if we're going to talk accurately about hope. Because hope must not be located strictly among the pious and the super spiritual, but it must be among those of us who do not yet have what we need. So with that being said, I would like to utilize a technology of the heart. For my final devotion, I would like to read to you a page out of my journal. I do not claim that any of what I'm about to say is theologically accurate. I'm just saying that Sarah has opened a door for me to say whatever the heck I want. <laughs> Here we go. Rap music is folk music. Someone gave me $150 so I could take my kids to the county fair. Receiving charity is the least American thing you can do. Only the pure in heart can receive charity with joy. God is not faithful in the way that we suppose. He is much better than we imagine and more complicated still. Slow down on your confession of God's faithfulness so that your confession of God's inscrutability can catch up. There's an innocent version of me out there somewhere, baby, and I'm on my way. Have you asked Leonard Cohen into your heart yet? <laughs> when Beth Wynn said, 
Years later, I woke up realizing the utter bleakness of the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. I laughed so hard. The wisdom you have presently is probably due to the wisdom you lacked previously. God said to me, lighten up. And I was like, you first. <laughs> when times get tough, eschatologies are revealed. Never trust a dispensationalist who isn't giving their books away for free. <laughs> Teacher, said an expert of the religious law, you have insulted us too in what you just said. Yes, said Jesus. I recently found out from my wife that we suck at talking to our kids. I don't need your advice, man. Just your pity. Damn, though, I am that isolated man. All kidding aside, when a kid tells you that God doesn't answer prayer, the only reasonable response is, well, you got me there. But if Amy and I were to leave any inheritance at all to our children, it would be, at the very least, our confession that the faithfulness of God will eventually be clear, a clearer revelation than the inscrutability of God. God is good is our testimony, while how long, O Lord, is our song, and we will not relent. I've been an adult now for 30 years, and I'm pretty sure Bill Gates has been a billionaire for the entire time that I've been trying to carve out a life, raise a bunch of kids, make ends meet, have some dreams, have some dreams crash and burn, have some dreams come true, all the while going a little hungry, and I can honestly say that I would not trade one second of my life for Bill Gates's life. If, must, if we must ever be resigned to receiving a reduction, let it at least only be the bread of life. So here we go. Waste your life on poetry. Waste your life shoveling snow. Waste your life watching birds and playing board games. Throw your fear of being left behind into Gehenna where it belongs. Waste your life praying, give me an eagerness for your laws rather than a love for money, Psalm 119.36. Waste your life imagining just how completely the forgiven the world is and then act accordingly. Waste your life turning abstractions of blessedness into concrete realities. The inheritance of the meek is not a theory. It is, in reality, the whole earth. If someone accuses you of being the beneficiary of an unjust system, waste your life letting meekness rule your response. Waste your life confessing sin which may or may not belong to you and waste your life making amends if you're able. Waste your life by agreeing quickly with your enemy. Waste your life believing that each individual person has probably suffered more than they ever should have, and then refrain from adding either your good advice or your condescension to their burden.
waste your life getting rebuked for being too merciful. Waste your life reading all the hate mail you will receive for proclaiming the undiluted grace of God. Waste your life in the holy pursuit of a bad reputation. Let, be, let befriending sinners be to your detriment and God's glory. Waste your life living among those whose lives cannot be solved. People are not the projects of your ministry. Waste your life living in such a way that even the ones most disfigured by this hostile world can actually feel a reason to glorify God. Waste your life speaking precious words that transfigure the unloved into the beloved. Waste your efforts on hopeless causes. Waste your life staying when it's too hard to stay. Waste your life believing in God. Waste your life on this paradox. Totally give up on everything and never ever give up at the exact same time. Waste your life prophesying, waste your life expecting miracles, and waste your life yielding to God's mighty plan, however inopportune it may be.